Now on Netflix, inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman, comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Adria Arjona, Hitman. Now playing on Netflix and its select theaters. Rated R. For this episode of Fairground Fuckups, we take you to Icon Park in Orlando, Florida, in the southeast of the United States. We will be covering a terrible tragedy that saw a young man with a bright future taken away. I'm your narrator, Emmeline Peterson, and welcome to season four of Fairground Fuckups, brought to you by Piccolo Podcasts. Icon Park was opened on May 4, 2015, and is in an area of Orlando that is home to many theme parks. People travel from all over the world to immerse themselves in the fun and excitement of the area. Unlike many other parks in Orlando, entry to Icon Park is free. Attending the park on the 24th of March, 2022, was 14-year-old Tyree Sampson, who was visiting from St. Louis, Missouri, and was there with close family friends. Tyree was a gifted gridiron player and was already 383 pounds. His stature was perfect for football, but due to his size and the ride restrictions, he was turned away from the slingshot ride at Icon Park. Looming over Icon Park was the 430 feet high drop tower style ride called the Freefall. The freefall opened in 2021, and on the ride, 30 riders rise to the top, which is almost 400 feet high, and then plunge to the ground at terrifying speeds of more than 75 miles per hour, or over 120 kilometres per hour. It was nighttime by the time Tyree and his friends decided to try the freefall, and unlike the slingshot, Tyree was not turned away and was allowed to ride. As promised, we are staying right here in Orlando, Florida, as we monitor this breaking news that happened overnight. This morning, we're learning that a 14-year-old boy is dead after falling from the Orlando Freefall Drop Tower at Icon Park. So, obviously, a tragedy definitely struck last night. And as this investigation gets going this morning, I do want to head out live to the scene right now. That's where Fox 35 Orlando's Nestor Motto is joining us with the very latest. Nestor, such a tragic story. What can you tell us this morning as the sun is starting to come up? That's right. Tragedy at an amusement park. You know, we talked to witnesses who were here last night. They saw what happened. They actually said that they saw a figure fall from the top of the Orlando Freefall. They said they thought it was part of the ride. Instead, though, Orange County deputies tell us that a 14-year-old boy fell out of the ride and died. We know the 14-year-old was rushed to the hospital. That is where he unfortunately died from his injuries. At first, like, we thought it was, like, a piece of the ride, like, falling off or whatever the case was mm-hmm. until, like, we got a little closer and it was actually, like, a person laying on the ground. Everybody was just panicking, like, we heard screaming. And I'm assuming, Nestor, that this ride is going to be closed 
indefinitely. It's going to be closed until they, they can figure out what happened and, and maybe even a little longer until they can fix what happened. That was Fox News reporting on an unimaginable tragedy. Tyree had been thrown from the ride at fatal speeds of 70 miles per hour while crowds of onlookers watched on. Videos show Tyree Sampson slipping out of the ride as it plunges to the ground and poor Tyree is seen flying into the concrete ground below. Panic and shock gripped the crowd with reports that the Icon Park staff were slow to respond as Tyree lay motionless on the ground at the bottom of the ride. The other riders were left screaming to be let off the ride. Here are some of the frantic 911 calls that came in from the scene. All right, tell me exactly what happened. Um, The the thing went down the drop, and like when it got closer to the bottom, when it hit the brakes, the guy fell right out of the sea and bam, straight through the, the chair and just flopped. It was the biggest smack I ever heard in my life. Okay. All right, so we have I didn't, we like I seen him hit the ground. Okay, so he fell out of the the thing onto the floor. Yeah. Okay, are you with him now? No, there's like a bunch of there's like a whole crowd around him right now. Okay, and was he the only one that was that was that? Yeah, fell? he's the only one that fell, but there was like four people on the ride. Okay, all right, so we have help on the way. It looks like we're getting multiple calls. Yeah, yeah, like no one's calling right now. Everyone's just staying around looking at the fucking guy, you know? Okay. Yeah, we do. We have two other people that called in. We're on the way there, okay? We're coming as fast as we can. Alright, I have help on the way. I have, I've received a couple of calls. Is, is the patient awake? Uh, we don't know. He's face down. He has blood on his feet. We don't, we don't know. Someone said he was breathing, but I'm not sure. Correct. Alright, I have help on the way. Are you with him now? Thank you. Yeah, we're all here. All right, and how old is he? I don't know. He's probably... All right. All right. And if you confirm, is he awake? Um, uh, I'm not sure. If they're saying he's breathing, but he's okay. not responsive. Okay. Looks all like right. his arms are broken and his legs. And how high, how high up was he when he fell? I'm not sure, but it's the uh, the new one that's all the way high. It's the like highest one. I don't know from where he fell. Okay, okay. When he fell, was he up off the ground? Yeah, he was up. He was on the ride already. Okay. okay. All right. The paramedics have been sent. Is there any okay, serious so bleeding? Um, there's on his feet. That's all I see. Okay. He is non-responsive though. Okay. All right. I hear the siren. Okay, just let me know when they're right there with you. Just stay on the line with me. I'll tell you exactly what to do next. Are you right next to him right now? Yeah, we're, yeah. Okay, is there somebody there that's uh, positioning him to try to do CPR? Uh, no, he's, he's a heavy dude. He's on his, um, on his stomach. The cops are here. Okay, the cops are there? Okay. Yes. Here is Dior Moore talking to Fox 35. Dior was FaceTiming with the family friend who took Tyree to Icon Park and she saw the harrowing incident live while on the call. Just a good kid, always having a good time, always smiling, Um, a gentleman, very sweet. I thought that it was my brother. I didn't think that it was Tyree and that was for hours. I didn't find out until the next day that it was Tyree. 
um, I was in completely distraught. Like I couldn't keep myself together to even like try to put this stuff together. Like I just kept breaking down. Like I was literally like on the floor crying my heart out. A bystander, Ivan, captured the tragic moment Tyree slipped from the seat on video because his friends were seated a couple of seats away from Tyree. The disturbing images in this video of Tyree falling to his death circulated online soon after the accident. Ivan spoke to WESH News. When I heard that he was 14 years old, my heart sank. I, literally, I'm heartbroken about it. This could have been one of my friends that it happened to. It's not what you would expect from a, a ride in the heart of Orlando. You know, it, we're known for our amusement parks, for our, our thrill rides. Were there any red flags? Right from the beginning. In Ivan's video, you can see one of his friends question the ride restraints. Let's Why does this have like the little clicky twist? Like the seatbelt. Yeah. They were asking if they had that additional seatbelt. Uh, you know, in most rides, you have your harness that pulls down on you, but you also have the additional secondary seatbelt. It's really concerning, especially being a brand new ride, not to have that. It was concerning to me and me not even being on the ride. It was extremely concerning. About 30 seconds after Tyree falls, ride employees ask each other about the harness. The reason why I posted the video is to highlight those safety concerns. Here is Tyree's dad, Yarnell Sampson, describing Tyree's harrowing last moments. He knew something was wrong with his restraint. When the ride took off, that's when he was feeling uncomfortable. He was like, this thing is moving. You know what I'm saying? He was like, what's going on? That's when he started freaking out. And he was explaining to his friend was next to him, like, man, I don't know, man. Man, this, if I can make it, if I don't make it down, I'll say to man, please tell my mom and daddy I love her. Like, you know, for him to say something like that, he must have felt something. He says his son is 6'5 and 340 pounds. But this one particular ride decided, yeah, we're going to take you. Come on, get on. You know, when nobody else allowed him to get on the rides. So I wonder what happened between now and then when made him say, come on, you can get on this ride. He says they should have stopped the ride and wants answers. This should never happen to nobody else's child ever again. And if I have something to do with it, it never will happen again. 14-year-old young man, he was an honor roll student. The the young man had a bright future. A 14-year-old boy with his life in front of him was dead and a family was reeling in grief. Here is his mother, Nakia Dodd, speaking for the first time after the accident. Got the call, it was like late that night, that Thursday night. Um, I was with my youngest daughter. We were about to do a little movie or a pizza type thing because, you know, they were on spring break. I get the call and I instantly thought that, okay, Tyree never keeps a full charge on his phone, so I'm thinking he's using the friend's phone. And I pick up and I'm like, hello? He was like, hey, mom. So I'm instantly thinking, Tyree? He was like, no. Hey, mom, I'm like, what's going on? And to get the news over the phone, that is devastating. My whole concern was, is he breathing? And are you with him? That was my main concern. Are you with him? I needed you to be with him because I wasn't there. So I needed somebody that I left in charge of Tyree to comfort him for me because I couldn't. I had to do it over the phone. 
I had to do it over the phone. So that was gut wrenching. Yeah, not a good feeling. Here, his mother describes the distress she felt getting the call. Heartbreaking, heart wrenching to get a call from your child's, um, I guess, family. We call them family, so I'll say family members out of town to get a call saying your child is not coming back home. And he was only out on spring break enjoying himself for the good grades, the accomplishments he had, enjoying himself. So to get a call over the phone and not to be there as a mother to comfort, you know, tell us it's going to be okay, that's very disturbing. Heart, it's heart-wrenching. It's heart-wrenching. I couldn't do anything for my son but cry over the phone. I couldn't touch him. I couldn't hold him. I couldn't hug him. I couldn't do anything. I, I, I don't wish that on any parent, any parent. Nakia explains where he got his nickname, The Big Tick. Tyree was my personal teddy bear, as you all know. We called him Gentle Giant. He was known as Gentle Giant. Big Tick was the football name he picked up during the course of the football. But Tyree was the type of kid that you couldn't help but want to converse with him. You wanted to get to know him. What was he thinking? He just had that magnet, like, who is this child? You know, very well-respected, well-mannered. No problems with the football team, nor school, nor family. He was a very well-respected kid, humble. One of the most humble child I've known at the age of 14. Very humble. She wants the ride taken down completely. They can take the ride down completely. You know, just get rid of it altogether. It's, I mean, that's too big of a risk. Not enough safety measurements. Take it down. This is heartbreaking as she describes the last conversation she had with her son. The last conversation I had was he actually was supposed to leave that Monday to go to Florida. He left his charging device. He comes back home. He texts me and says, hey, mom, I'm going going to be pulling back up. I left my charger. I open the door and he goes back in his room and he's, you know, getting a little stuff that he left. Mind you, we know boys don't like to give hugs because it's just, like, too mushy for them. So I said, oh, you came back to give me my, my hug. I actually said my last hug. You came back to give me my last hug. He said, oh, no, Mom, they're waiting, so he's bagging up from me. And I have a long hallway before you get to the, the door to exit. And as he's bagging out my door, he turns around and says, I'll see you Saturday or either Sunday. And that was my last time speaking to my son. And, I, and that Sunday, I was waiting for my son to come home because that's what he told me. I will see you Saturday or Sunday. So to get a call to say, I'm not, he's not coming back. I mean, I'm still like in shock. This is, this is a nightmare. That's an extended nightmare, to be honest. My his last words to me was, I'll see you Saturday or Sunday. I'm walking back in this door. The same way I left, I was expecting to see my son return to me the same way he walked out my door. But why and how did this happen? The state of Florida launched an investigation and its preliminary findings were disturbing in the lack of care shown for one of its riders. Quite simply, Tyree should never have been allowed on the ride. The recommended maximum weight was 287 pounds, whereas Tyree was just over six feet tall and weighed 383 pounds, according to the autopsy report. A lawsuit filed by the family alleged that there were no posted weight limits nor scales at the ride site. 
the findings showed his seat harness was locked in place, but due to manual adjustments in the seat, he fell out. The accident report found that the seat was manually adjusted and unsafe. The sensors on two of the seats had been modified so it could operate, while those seats had openings almost twice as large as normal, according to a report from the forensic engineering firm hired by the Florida Department of Agriculture and Consumer Services to investigate the cause of the accident. This deadly modification allowed Tyree Sampson to fall from the ride. There was no mechanical or electrical failure. The cause of the subject accident was that Tyree Sampson was not properly secured in the seat, primarily due to misadjustment of the harness proximity sensor, the report said. The misadjustment of the sensor allowed both safety lights to illuminate, improperly satisfying the ride's electronic safety mechanisms, allowing the ride to commence even though the ride was unsafe. Adjustments to the ride meant that the safety light went on indicating that riders were safely secure when in fact they weren't. The staff member who checked Tyree had only been on the job for three days. A spokesperson from Icon Park said in a statement, the company is deeply troubled by the preliminary finding of the state's investigation. The seats were adjusted presumably to allow for larger riders, state rep Geraldine Thompson said, but it's unclear who adjusted the seats and when. After these findings, Florida Commissioner of Agriculture and Consumer Services, Nikki Freed, said the investigation is ongoing and the ride will remain closed indefinitely. Tyree's family filed a wrongful death lawsuit, accusing the park, ride operator and manufacturer of negligence. The lawsuit claims that the ride was unreasonably dangerous and that Tyree died as a direct result of negligence of Icon Park. It also claims that a reasonable manufacturer would have installed seatbelts or a secondary restraint system, not allowed the proximity sensors to be manipulated, and installed a mechanism to stop the ride if riders weren't properly secured. The Icon Park staff failed to warn Tyree of the ride's height and weight restrictions, failed to properly train their employees, and failed to provide an appropriate restraint system like a secondary seatbelt. Hans Luckner, general manager of Funtime Thrill Rides, who made the free fall ride, said in a January 2022 letter attached to the user manual that there is no need for an extra safety belt or seatbelt because the seat and restraint system fulfill more than the requirements. The companies concealed the defective design of the freefall ride and its known susceptibility to cause injury and death in normal ride operation, according to the court documents. The defendants in Tyree's case showed negligence in a multitude of ways, said Tyree's family attorney, Ben Crump, in a statement. From the ride and seat manufacturers and the installer to the owners and operators, the defendants had more than enough chances to enact safeguards, such as seatbelts, that could have prevented Tyree's death. They didn't, and their poor decisions resulted in deadly consequences for a promising young man and lifelong pain for his family. A private settlement was reached between the family, the park, and the ride manufacturers. The owners of the ride were fined $250,000 by the state for the incident and agreed to remove the ride. Almost a year later, on March 16, 2023, 
a gigantic crane began dismantling the freefall ride. Tyree's mother, Nakia, was there to see it torn down. Here she is with family lawyer Michael Haggard talking to CNN. This place was my son's last breath, last place on earth. I mean, last thought, last everything. He took his last everything on that ride. I still talk to him. He's there every day. So he's there with me spiritually, just not physically. So. They had nothing for weight on a ride that that was the most important thing because of the velocity of the ride. And they had nothing to warn Tyree. Refused on other rides? Why not this one? As an adult or the ride attendant, you should have made that call. His feelings would have been hurt, but he would still be here with me today. It's difficult because a year later, we're coming across birthdays and holidays and family functions, and we have a spot where there's no Tyree. A year after Tyree's death, his football team paid tribute to their friend. Just the kid that wanted to play football. I mean, uh, when I heard about it, I really broke down for real because I ain't, like, I ain't never experienced that. Just don't feel real sometimes, you know. Like this morning, I really, really started crying. He was always a, a humble, quiet kid, um, always smiling, always willing to learn. He was highly recruited by every high school in the area. You don't get those type of kids that walk around St. Louis much. You know, you know, Tyree, he, he's, he's still in my heart. You know, he's still in my heart. And I, I'm going to always keep pushing, you know, always get better. Everything we do, we do it in the name of his nickname was Tick. We do it in the name for Tick. Nothing can replace a, a soul that was truly amazing to everybody. That was coach Arnold Jones, teammates Jordan Taylor and Jalen Jenkins speaking to WESH News. Quite often on Fairground Fuckups, this is where the story ends. But in this case, real and impactful change was brought about due to this horrendous tragedy. In May 2023, the Tyree Sampson Act was passed by Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, which increases regulation and safety of amusement park rides in Florida. Here, WESH News reports. Governor Ron DeSantis signed a bill today to make amusement park rides safer. The Tyree Sampson Act was named after the 14-year-old boy who fell to his death from the Orlando Freefall ride last year. 14 new inspectors will be hired to increase the frequency of inspections. Ride operators will also pay fees for unannounced inspections and any required safety tests. There are also new requirements for employee training. It also requires signs for height, weight, health and age restrictions. Ride operators will have to report all injuries that result in hospital or clinic visits and any ride safety adjustments made after it's certified must be reported to the state. Here is Tyree's father, Yarnell Sampson, and Florida State Representative Geraldine Thompson talking after the act was passed. A child did not deserve to die. Worst thing described the feeling I feel, man. And I hope you're proud of me for not giving up. I don't think that one bill is going to solve every problem, um, but it's a step toward the right direction. He didn't go to Florida to sign up to die. He went to Florida to have fun because he was doing good in life. The things that we put in place hopefully will prevent the kind of accident, the kind of tragedy uh, that took his life from happening to any other person. Fairground Fuckups is produced, researched, and written by Andrew Mensel 
Emmeline Peterson and Emily Lauer. Follow us on TikTok and Instagram at FairgroundPod. Get in touch if you have your own fairground fuck-up story to share. The contact details and episode sources are in the show notes. This is a Piccolo Podcast production.